0: Good morning. This is Long Island Morning Edition on 88.3 WLIW-FM, heard in western Suffolk on 96.9 FM. I'm Michael Mackey. A major winter storm is bearing down on Long Island that could bring nearly a foot of heavy wet snow and a hazardous morning commute. Most school districts, libraries, government offices, and some businesses have closed in advance of the storm, which began overnight as rain and is expected to bring Long Island's highest snowfall total in two years. That could mean treacherous roads and regional power outages. The National Weather Service, which declared a winter storm warning for Long Island from 4 a.m. through 6 p.m. today, called for a rain and snow mix to turn into heavy snow around dawn right after 7 a.m. We're approaching that point now when temperatures will drop sharply. A coastal flood advisory is also in effect for the east end as well as for southwest Suffolk County. One and a half to two feet of inundation above ground level is expected in vulnerable areas near the waterfront and shoreline per the National Weather Service. The National Weather Service forecasts rain, snow, and sleet, becoming all snow after 7 a.m. today. The snow could be heavy at times, temperatures hovering in the mid-30s. Breezy, with a northeast wind 13 to 20 miles per hour, becoming north this afternoon. Winds could gust as high as 31 miles per hour. Total daytime snow and sleet accumulation of 5 to 9 inches is possible. Right now, it's a rainy 33 degrees at eight and a half minutes before seven. Northwell Health Go Health Urgent Care has agreed to refund almost $15,000 and pay $25,000 in penalties after more than 700 patients were wrongly charged for COVID-19 vaccines. New York State Attorney General Letitia James announced yesterday, John Valente reports on Newsday.com, that in a statement, James said that due to administrative errors, 731 patients at Northwell Health GoHealth Urgent Care Centers were charged approximately $28 per vaccine dose, and 451 patients or their guarantors made out-of-pocket payments for charges they should not have been billed for, according to the New York State Attorney General's office. New York State Assemblyman Fred W. Thiel Jr., who has represented the 1st District longer than any other legislator, confirmed this week that he would not seek another term this November. Stephen J. Coates reports on 27East.com that Thiel, who first won a special election in March 1995 and has been reelected to 14 consecutive two-year terms since then, will have represented the East End for nearly three years decades when his term expires at the end of the year. He will have outlasted a pair of Republican stalwarts from Montauk, who served immediately before him, Perry Duryea, who held the seat for 18 years, and John Behan, who served for 16 years. Every day I've been in the State Assembly has been an honor. I've enjoyed it immensely, Thiel said, but it's time for someone else to have this opportunity. A politician who is known for his willingness to work across party lines, Thiel of Sag Harbor, Pearson High School class of 71, has also changed parties more than once. He began his career in Albany as a moderate Republican before becoming a prominent member of the Independence Party. In mid-2022, he announced that he had joined the Democratic Party, which holds a majority in both the New York State Assembly and Senate. Although Thiel, who turned 70 last summer, said he still loved the job of assemblyman, he added that the long commutes to Albany and living out of a suitcase for six months a year had helped him decide to step down. It's now a snowy 33 degrees in Sag Harbor, New York. Opening its expanded 2024 season, Shelter Island Friends of Music presents the Horsofsky Trio on Sunday, February 18th at 3 p.m. in the Shelter Island Presbyterian Church. The trio will play music by Franz Josef Haydn, Sean Yee, and Dmitry Shostakovich. Admission is free. Donations are appreciated. A reception with the musicians follows the event. The Horsofsky Trio has appeared at major venues in the US, as well as Mexico, Canada, Japan, and throughout Europe and Asia. The Horsofsky Trio made its London debut in a sold-out concert presented that and which was then followed by a 51 concert tour. So they've received much acclaim and will be on Shelter Island this coming Sunday. Thomas Schultz remembers moving with his family to Medford in 1973 and wading into bays off the south shore to catch shiners and seahorses, tiny fish in a rich habitat that included an abundance of clams. By then, Long Island's oyster population was all but gone following decades of overharvesting. But with the expansion this month of a Bellport Bay shellfish management area where harvesting is barred to allow oysters to grow into maturity, a process that takes up to three years, efforts to rebuild the bay's bivalve population took another step forward, he said. Carl McGowan reports on Newsday.com that restoring Bellport Bays and Long Island's Oyster industry is an essential part of local culture and the regional economy, said Schultz, 57, co-founder of the nonprofit Friends of Belport Bay. It was an industry that was largely lost decades ago because of overfishing and nitrogen pollution caused by untreated sewage from cesspools, experts have said. When oysters start growing outside the management area, Then they can be harvested by recreational shell fishermen and or baymen, Schultz said— adding that oyster shells provide habitat for other species. Now we have a beautiful ecosystem teeming with life, and it starts with the oysters. The Brookhaven Town Board voted 7-0 to zero on February 1st to double the size of the shellfish management area 30 yards off the coastline, the village of Belport. This has been Long Island Local News on Long Island's only NPR station, WLIW-FM. I'm Michael Mackey.